The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts and alongside with me as always for our discussion topic episodes, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the wizard Jaws, Derek Jaws in the house. What's going on, my man? How are you? Hey, buddy. How are we doing? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. Coming off a good solid weekend. Of football stuff, gonna talk some, gonna talk some, some of that that goodness that happened, right? All the goodness, goodness for the Colts, goodness for the Bills, all the goodness. That's right. That's right. And the Texans. I mean, come on, like, come yeah. on. We got to talk a little Texans football today. Who would have thought? Who would have thought we'd be doing that? Um, that that other voice that you hear on the other end of the line is a uh, a very good friend of mine, a uh, a mentor in a sense. Uh, he's taken good care of me since I started my new job earlier this. Uh, this year, I'd like everybody to welcome to the show my good friend, Big O Orlando. Orlando, how you doing, my man? Hey, hey! <laughs> you got the perfect voice for for uh, for podcasting. Appreciate I do gotta say that. that. I do gotta say that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, is this your first Thank time doing you. a podcast episode? Uh, I did like radio. I I never did a podcast, a sports sports podcast, but I did do some radio stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. You got a good voice for it. You got a solid voice yeah. for it. Um, as always, Big O is a first time guest, and I'm sure he's going to be a multiple time guest as well. We got to do our first time fa- our guest questions. So I know the answer. Jaws knows the answer. Uh, Big O for the audience listening at home. Uh, who's your favorite NFL team? Buffalo Bills. My man. My Surprise. Man. Right? <laughs> I love it. he's all geared out today in a really, really good mood. Bills number one in the AFC East, and he is gloating with excitement. He <laughs> told me to fuck off the other day when uh, the Colts and Patriots, the Colts and fa- Patriots fans were meeting in the break room. And he goes, you know, get out of here. Get, yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> guys, you guys both beat me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you guys. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So uh, you've been an NFL fan for a long time. You met a lot of cool people. What is your earliest NFL fan memory? My earliest NFL fan memory um, would probably be see going to the my first my first game against Buffalo against Pittsburgh Steelers, Lynn Swan. Oh damn, Terry Bradshaw. I mean, I go. Seen I was, that live? I was, I've seen that no live. At, at, it was Rich Stadium. Okay, at the time. Um, and that was exciting. I was a little kid, but I got I got memories of, of that. That was that was that was excellent. That's really, really cool. You get to see those guys live, man. Yep. Man, I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't imagine. What was the stadium like back then? Because a lot of people don't care for the stadium right now. Yeah, it was, was it it was crazy. It was you know, I going there, it was kind of scary being a little a little kid. Oh, of course. But um I knew it was my uncle that when he took me there, he explained to me that was all part of the experience and and this is what they do to uh you know 
support their team. So right. yeah, it was it was it was it was kind of nuts. It was that's cool. It was they really have the red cool. end zones back then too. <clears throat> yeah, the red. It was the actually, um, if I can recollect correctly, I think it was. I don't think the end zones were red at that time. Okay, I think they were uh, uh, just just uh green with with markings but red did come shortly after okay yeah. i because i i've been looking at old pictures lately of, of the bills when it was ralph wilson and rich stadium yeah i love the red end zones and the red the red wall the yeah. red wall run i yeah. thought it just it was just yeah. it was just so it's so vintage i, I kind of wish they'd bring that back uh just a hair um now this could be for you as a bills fan or you as a general football fan uh, your favorite memory of uh, of of being a football fan? Something you watched on TV? Something good that happened in the Bills? Whatever it may be. Well, when I went to uh, it was just about maybe about seven years ago. Okay. I went to a Thursday night game, and uh, it was a big it was a big game, and uh, NFL Network was there, and uh, Ladanian Thompson. I got a chance to. Uh, so you show me that I, picture. Yeah, I got a chance to meet him, and I actually told him no. I go. Shout out Niagara Falls. And he goes, <laughs> Niagara Falls in the house. And I go, yeah, you know, and he signed, he signed three hats. I had a hat and my two sons had a hat. That's awesome. So he signed it. And that, that same year, I know a year later, he got inducted to the, to the hall of fame. Right. So it was kind of good experience for that. And I saw all the other, uh, you know, Dion and all them guys. So it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. And actually that same day I saw a picture of Russ Brandon. I mean, I saw Russ Brandon in the in the crowd. Yeah, and uh, I called him over. I, I was like, he was just standing there, you know. And I, and I noticed him. I'm like, yo, take a picture. And he took a picture with me, and you know, he got fired uh, you know, <laughs> a, little, a little while after. But I don't know if it was because of the picture, but you know, <laughs> uh, I think it might have been some other things. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, very cool. Now that's a fun experience. It is really neat to kind of just be around that, right? The primetime games. In your hometown, all the all the big stars, all the big analysts are coming to town. And, it's, it's a and, cool experience. And I was on the uh, pregame show. Uh, we had they had uh, did a did, we were on the hill sitting over because it was an all day experience. Right, right. And um, we were on, we were on the uh, pregame show. That was pretty cool. You know, no, that's amazing. Yeah. I love to hear that. Uh, and then lastly, some of your favorite players of all time. So it doesn't have to necessarily be Bills, but just people that have really helped you, uh, you know, keep or, or establish your love of the game. Um, a lot of players actually. Um, oh, we got, I got time. I got quarterbacks. I got I got defensive end. Well, Bruce Smith, um, D, uh, Deion Sanders, Dan Marino. Even though he was a, a nemesis, I'm a fan of football. Right. And when you when you're a fan of football, you respect people with skills that that's you know that's above average. You know what I mean? And, 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 and those are some of the guys, John Elway, Jim Kelly, of course, you know, uh, Great draft class. Reggie white, you know what I mean? I mean, Jerry Rice, Lynn Swan, because he was one of my first players I ever seen live and, yeah. and doing his magic. So yes, those are some of the players that I remember finally, you know, early on that got me focused on football. You, if you notice a lot of, well, probably all of those players are players from, from back, right? Because, I didn't, just, I, yeah, I didn't just start liking football, you know, as of late. I've, this is, these are the players. Life, who, you're a yeah, lifelong fan. Yeah, these are I the players it. who inspired me to stay focused and watch football. I always wanted to be a, a football player myself, but I just wasn't, wasn't focused. No, I, I, if, I, I if, if you, if you hit me hard and made me fumble, I probably was going to wait for you in the parking lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm that, that's what type of, you know, <laughs> We're not going to be doing all that. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> you could. Yeah. But you might get fired. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have a long career. <laughs> you got an NFL paycheck, though. Yeah. That's, pretty sweet. That's a positive. Yeah. But there he is. There's your intro to Big O, everybody. Uh, a little get to know him. So uh, maybe some of you guys can relate to him. That's why we do these first time guest intros. We don't do those very often anymore. But, um, but yeah, it's always good to hear from our first time guests. So let's get into it. Week 16. Uh, well, actually, we're recording a little early. It is concluded at this point. The only thing we haven't seen yet is the uh, is the Monday night game Saints and Saints and Dolphins, which is a big one for Miami. But uh, let's start off with our with our week 16 takeaways. Jaws, let's have you kick it off. Uh, and then we'll go to Big O and then myself. What do you got for week 16? Uh, first and foremost, Jake Fromm, not an NFL quarterback, <laughs> at least not with the Giants. Um, I, listen, I don't know many people who could be an NFL quarterback on that team, but Jake Fromm's not not it. Um, they're 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 tough to watch. They are tough to watch right now. And uh, I I actually have a coworker who is a diehard Giants fan who blamed yesterday's loss on the referees. Wow. So that's fun. Come but on, bro. I, <laughs> you can't you, but, lost like that. You can't do that. Right. Come on. Oh, Come on. look, we, we, we tell him regularly when he tries to chime in on sports talk at work that he has to sit at the kitty table and not, uh, not talk. To <laughs> <people>. so, <clears throat> speaking of uh, the NFC East sucks minus the Cowboys. And speaking of that, Holy crap. That defense looks good. Right. It did. Right. It did. Um, yeah, Washington got their cheeks clapped, man. That was bad. They sure did. And uh, the Diggs family. They all they're all awesome. Every, I, I want all three of them on one team. Put, put, yeah. put them all on one squad. Let's get weird. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals might be legit. I, I, I still don't know. Um, we have a lot of I don't know who anybody is still going on because everyone is so hot and cold. But uh, I think the Ravens injury problems have finally caught up. Yeah. Oh, big yep. time. Yep. Big That's time. it. Like their third, third or fourth straight loss. Uh yeah yes one of those yeah Yeah, man those two point we talked about it last week those two point conversions kind of killed them uh, so that that would be that would be their fourth because we talked about it last week that they lost three in a row by a combined total of four points that's right so so yeah um the Cardinals are in big trouble uh big trouble yeah we're gonna talk not not a whole lot of good football going on down there for some reason no sir Big Ben officially checked out. He punched his time card. He, he's out. I heard uh, heard on my way into the radio station this morning. I uh, had a guy or they, they showed an interview and they, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, don't care. Yeah, whatever. It's like, uh, what happened to the dude who like won Super Bowls and stuff? But I think that has uh, that that plays to the culture issue that you have going on in uh, over there in Pittsburgh with the receivers and stuff like that. Right. Um, and last but not least, this is probably the most important takeaway. The Patriots got lucky three weeks ago with that. They played the Bills in a hurricane because Josh Allen said it right when he and, and, and Stefan Diggs said it right when they both came out and said Josh Allen walked in the tunnel after the game yesterday, looked at dirty Harry Harrison Phillips and said, I don't know who the fuck they thought I was. <laughs> yeah. And then Stefan and then Stefan Diggs started that when he told uh Four Patriots fans yeah, to either shut I the heard, fuck up. Yeah, or, I heard. It's like a day. I heard that. Yeah. I heard it live on TV. Yeah, and I was like, thing. "Oh shit!" Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, the the best part about that was I listened to it again, and now th- this has become the modern day gold dress, green dress thing. Or oh yeah, the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, what, like what what did, what did he say? Did he say shut the fuck up, or did he say s my f and d? I think, I think he said shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> I think Listen, so. I, I thought so too. And then my I listened ears, to it again. My I was ears like, wasn't deceiving. 
I, I, I thought the same thing. And then I heard it again on Twitter this morning and I held it real close to my ear and I was like, Oh my God. I think, yeah, I think he said the other one <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. Big O, what are some of your takeaways from week 16? Well, a couple of things I agree with. I agree with him. Um, the Cowboys, they, they look scary. They, they, that defense, that defense is, is crazy. Not, you know, they scored the most points uh, in the first half since 1969 against Philly. You know what I mean? So that that's, 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 that's saying a lot in today's NFL. Absolutely. To put up those many points, you know what I mean? And they, and they kind of could have did even it worse. You know what I mean? Uh, Matt, you will like this. The Colts are, they look even scarier. You know, the Colts, I like this guy. The the Colts are, uh, I mean, they're just, that Jonathan (laughs) Taylor is, he's, he's one of a kind right now. I mean, he should be getting the MVP as far as I'm concerned. Or be be, be up in the, uh, the front running. Um, Thank you. The Bengals, the Bengals look impressive. You know, uh, Joe Burrow, he's really coming to his own with with with, with those receivers that he got. And at, at the start of the season, those receivers wasn't like the names that you hear, you know, Stefan Diggs of the world and things like that. But but now they're starting to make a name for themselves. And, and that's very important in days in NFL. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I um, absolutely. Uh, I think the Chiefs. Starting to uh, starting to gel a little bit, a little bit how they how they used to be. Um, not not completely. I don't think they're. I think they're still vulnerable, uh, as opposed to the years past when you know when they played, Mahomes was going to do his thing, and you're going to be done. But um, uh, yeah, and 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 Baker Mayfield, he looks defeated. He looks. Yeah. I saw his news <laughs> conference, and he, he he was like sort of like the, the guy said about Rosberg. It looked like he's ready to he's ready to hang it up. And 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 one other thing to piggyback on that is, um, is it is it is it Baker Mayfield? I mean, you know, with Odell Beckham, with 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 Landry. I mean, is it is it Mayfield? It looked like he's the problem with the with the plethora of quarterbacks that they've went through in, in the years, it looked like he may have been the problem. And of course my bills got a huge win. Gotta be proud and I'm of that. happy because they shipped it. Uh, some of the, some of the AFC, other AFC teams lost. So that also helped them out. Um, the, the the quarterback for the uh, Saints. I mean, this has got, I, I can't wait to see this guy, but um, the fourth stringer. Oh, Ian book. Ian yeah. Book, uh, pretty interesting story on the guy, but. Philip Rivers and Drew Brees said, nah, leave me alone. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they straight up called him this weekend. They're like, nah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. All right. Very, very good. Yeah, a lot of good points and stuff there. Um, it was nice. I was just stressed out, man. It was like watching a cripple fight, watching my Colts and the Cardinals play on Saturday night. <laughs> I was like, first, you know, all these COVID can you, issues. Can you say cripple fight on the air? Is that a, is that a thing? It's, yeah, I think I think so. I think we can get away. We're not FTC regulated, right? No, We're good? No, 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 no. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what I wanted to ask? Yes. And maybe someone, these guys can help me out. Is is Justin Herbert, is is is, is he legit or what, what are we think doing with legit. him? What we doing? I, I think he's legit. I think he's, he's legit. I think he's legit too. I I don't think he has a defense, and I think that when he has to, when he can throw for five hundred yards and five touchdowns, he will. But when he has to, he struggles because he starts to force it like almost any quarterback in, in, on the league does. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I like I like Herbert. It was just, I didn't want to I didn't want to bash him because I like him. Yeah, but yes, I've was... seen I've seen, but the last couple of games, it's been like you know what's, what's going on. So you know, no, I I I think that's a good question. I think a lot of people are asking that question this morning after. 
um, after that loss to Houston on Sunday. So, no, that's completely fair. But, um, but yeah, very nice, you know, to have my Colts win, uh, beat a struggling Arizona team. We're going to look in Arizona. That'll be our final discussion topic for today. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – I was nervous the whole way through. It almost ruined my Christmas. And then, <laughs> but, but the big question was, right, could Carson be the guy to step up, right? It's been the Jonathan Taylor's – you know, it's been the Jonathan Taylor time the last month, month and a half. And Carson Wentz went out and did his thing through two beautiful touchdown passes, one to T.Y. Hilton, one to Desmond Patton, and uh, just elated that Carson finally had that, okay, yeah, I, I, can, I can lead this team and be that guy moment that was uh that was definitely that was definitely refreshing to see um other stuff my god 49ers you blew it thanks appreciate it now the Colts are probably not going to win the AFC South even though hey I get it we should have beat the Titans at least once this year but uh you know we, we me and Jaws I think we cursed Jimmy G a couple weeks ago we talked about is did Jimmy G do enough no shit <laughs> to be the guy right and to be the guy going forward and I think he just rid his plane ticket to somewhere else next season um, with some of his play uh, at the end of the game last week, so. he's he's going to go to the uh, the AFC North's quarterback uh, pity party club that <laughs> the, that the Ravens, Steelers, and Browns host. Oh, and but like because I mean Joe Burrow's hanging out, living the high life right now in the penthouse. So the the other three are going to get together, going to call Jimmy G. They're going to do a Zoom call, put out a podcast. It'll be great. That <laughs> should be a good time. Uh, some of the other stuff, man. Kudos to the Packers. They beat a very resilient Browns team. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to the Eagles. Filled off the Eagles, man. They're rocking and rolling. They they, they, they scared me. I wanted to bet that game, but they I didn't. They're, I no, wasn't completely confident. understandable because they've been up and down all yeah. year, mostly down. And uh, they're starting to rally back. They're getting some teams. I think they are in the playoff mix. If the Saints win Monday night, which again we are recording Monday morning, so we don't know the results of that yet at time of recording. Um, the Saints when they jump Philadelphia, if they lose Philadelphia, I think the seventh. Uh, I think they're the seventh seed. So. NFC East might be uh, sending two teams to the, uh, the playoffs this year. So good on them for that. Uh, Jesus Christ, Vikings. Come on, man. <laughs> Get your lives together. Stafford was handing you the damn ball. Three interceptions. And he couldn't make anything of it. Um, Cam has definitely played his last downs for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, is Zach Wilson a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence? Probably not. But, hey, <laughs> they got the win. They got the dub. Uh, they're both on the suck list (laughs) (laughs) and man, Russell Wilson Seahawks officially eliminated, uh, from the playoffs. Yeah, Yeah, it was horrible. That was what a terrible year. What a terrible, terrible year. How are you going to lose to big Dick Nick Foles? (laughs) 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 He beat the shit out of them. (laughs) He did enough. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's wild. But um, that's that's pretty much my, you know, some of my takeaways. You know, the Raiders skirted one over the Broncos, that sort of thing. But those are some of my biggest takeaways from uh, from from week 16. Let's move on to discussion topic number two. Big O, we'll start off with you. Uh, last weekend, we got the announcement of a bunch of pro bowlers. All right. The pro bowl voting concluded. And I uh, wanted to start off with you with who you thought were some of the biggest pro bowl snubs uh, of the 2021 uh, class. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, just like I gave you a compliment, you may be mad at this next. (laughs) This next. Oh, here we (laughs) go. I think this is called a positivity sandwich. He's going to come back. That's right, right, Josh. Thanks. It's got lettuce and tomato on it. It's just not just just a meat and miracle whip sandwich. Okay, so uh, Jeff Simmons. 
I think Jeff Simmons. I think he was he was snubbed. He had 38 tackles, seven, seven and a half sacks. And DeForest Buckner made it with 32 tackles, six and a half sacks. That's fair. You know, I think uh, Jeff or Justin? Uh Jeff. Okay. Jeff. Okay. Jeff is just Jeff or Justin, maybe. I think there's I what team? What uh what team was I didn't write that down. Oh, that's all good. Jordan Poyer. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think one. he should have made it over Tyron Matthew. I mean, he had 60 tackles, one sack, five interceptions, nine pass defended. Uh, Matthew got 51, one sack, three interceptions, six. You know what I mean? I think every year Jordan Poyer gets stiffed in the last couple of years, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been a big it's been a big deal the last couple of years. Um, Josh Allen. Over uh, Lamar. Oh, God, yeah. I think that should have been considered. I could probably name five quarterbacks in the AFC that should get to put it yeah. over Lamar. <laughs> I think. No um, kidding. Yeah, I think Cordell Patterson. Yes. I think he should have got considered. I mean, you know, over over some people. Kyler Murray over uh, Stafford. What what was that? Yeah. Like, what was that about? You know what I mean? I, I I agree with that one. That's a good one. And Milano and Hyde. I think every year Hyde gets gets shafted. Right. But um, Milano's playing real good this year, and he's really significant to the defense. Um, and when he's out, you can tell. You know what I mean? So I think those guys in particular, I mean, it's it's a lot of others, but those guys in particular, because a lot of things are based on stats. Some guys, you know, you, you, you they get picked because they're on a, a team that's doing good. That's usually you what know it what is, I mean? right. You know, and then some sometimes it's, it's teams that's pretty even. You know that that should can be you know with the with the Matthew employer for example those teams are you know both good teams you should you should go to the to the better stats at that point you right. know what I mean so no I got you yeah there's a lot of bills uh, and, and you know that they got it was total snub Lamar Jackson I think you know let's let's start off with that one uh, you completed your list right I didn't want to yeah. cut you off yep. okay my apologies. Um, yeah, there's a whole herd of people that should have gotten ahead of Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen, number one. Uh, Joe Burrow should have got in ahead of Lamar Jackson. Um, oh, let's try. Let me think some of these other AFC quarterbacks. Um, I would dare say there's a little outside case of Carson Wentz getting in there ahead of Lamar Jackson. That might be personal Homer. bias. Um, that might be Homer. a little. I totally. Hey, you Josh, know, that's a little bias, right, Josh? <laughs> just a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but I mean, there's a huge case. Lamar, you know, Lamar had a very exciting first half of the season. Very excited. He overcame the team depended on him quite a bit, right? The, all those injuries, five, like three or four running backs out with torn Achilles or ACLs or all this jazz. And Lamar had to carry the team the first half of the season. But I, I'm not certain what the, uh, you know, what the appeal of that is. You know, I even even dare say that Derek Carr has had a better season than than Lamar Jackson so far. Derek Carr is, I think, second in passing yards at this point in time, second or third. Uh, you know that, but of course, we know that it's it, you know it's not really uh, it's it's not really uh, stat based. It's 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 pretty much name value popular. That's why I was surprised because Josh Allen was leading, I think, Pro Bowl voting for the longest time, and I'm not sure what changed. Um, NFC, I I wholeheartedly agree with you, Big O. You know about Matthew Stafford getting slighted for Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, Murray's had a good year. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he's had a pretty solid year as well. But um, 
injuries and stuff. Stafford's just been there, been the right. The best ability is availability. And Matthew Stafford has been available and he's doing good. He's you, there's a noticeable difference between the Rams offense of this year with Matthew Stafford and a, in a, uh, and last year with Jared Goff, completely different, um, completely different scenario. The quarterbacks one is probably the big thing. I know there's a couple linemen that felt that were slighted um, tight ends. I don't know about Kyle Pitts. Uh, he's had, he's had a pretty good year too, but I think there's, you know, there's a case for maybe a couple other tight ends, Dallas Goddard, maybe perhaps, or one of the, uh, uh, one of the ones out of Dallas. I think it's, uh, is it Schultz? Schultz. Yeah, Schultz. I think it's Schultz, you know, love Kyle Pitts. He's great. It, like there's a, like a thing with rookie tight ends where they really, really struggle. And I, I think he's pretty close to a thousand yards receiving this year, but I don't know if Kyle Pitts is the best uh, is, is one of the top two tight ends in, in the NFC conference. Other than that, I think I'm relatively, you know, happy. Of course, there's, there's always going to be a case for some of these, these other ones to kind of get in there and, and do some damage. I know um, I, I'm actually pretty happy with the wide receiver group running backs. Yeah, that's that's pretty. I think that's pretty fair as well. Everybody's been pretty good. Good for James Conner. I did want to give a shot to him, man. He's been banged up, yeah. dandling. Good story with that guy. Great that guy, story. great story with. That what is it? Leukemia. I've been following cancer. It was yeah, cancer. cancer. Yeah. I had. I followed him since Pittsburgh. It was a good story with that guy. Yeah, no, it's it's good to see his redemption, but um, but yeah, that's that, that's that's kind of where I'm at with with uh, that. I think it's it's, it's pretty good. And get, of course, the Bills. Uh, you know, secondary pieces that are, you know, all, all, um, you know, should have gotten some, should have gotten some. I mean, because statistically, uh, teams don't uh, get big pass plays on the Bills. And that's a, a testament to, you know, the DB. 100%. So, you know, you got to consider that also. No, without a doubt. Jaws, what about you, bud? What are you looking at as far as uh, snubs for this year? Uh, I mean, you guys covered a lot of them with uh, Cordell Patterson, Matt Stafford. Uh, Hyde Poyer, uh, a, a big one for me was Patrick Sertan, uh, a big yeah. piece oh, yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver defense. Um, I, I have to touch uh, Derrick Henry. He hasn't Should've played in eight weeks since week eight. He hasn't played. He's sixth in yards and fifth in touchdowns. <laughs> That's disgusting. He should have got the honors. I agree. Yeah. Like, like, how do you, how do you not, how do you like the dude is still top five and top 10 in those two categories and hasn't played half the games that everyone else has. Right. Uh, That, that stat alone, he should have been numero uno. No, I, I, I I agree. uh, And I'm going to go off on the whole lame arm Jackson versus (laughs) Josh Allen thing. What, the one day he's played 12. All right. Lame arm has he's played 12 games. He's seven and five. He's got a lower completion percentage. He's averaging more than a pick a game. He's only thrown 16 touchdowns. Uh, like, I mean, what more does Josh have to do S- aside from not playing Buffalo? Apparently, right. Like, yeah. that, that's trash. Uh, I officially hate the Pro Bowl. I never really watched the Pro Bowl. But at this point, you're 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 proving it's not about who your all stars are. It's proving who your who your favorites are, who your right, fan favorites, right. who your and most popular are, who your your idea. biggest market players are, stuff like yeah. that. I mean, that's disgusting. The, the fact that like Poyer and Hyde are the best safety tandem in the league, uh, to the point that good friends, uh, man, you got some good. I, I surround myself with some good people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, and, and that and that's not just a Homer thing. I, I heard that on the Bills broadcast this weekend. 
like on on TV, they're talking like, listen, Hoyer and uh, Poyer and Hyde are the best two t- two dudes back there in the league. And the Bills don't get love from the media. They don't. You know, like normally I, I was shocked. I was watching us play the Patriots and didn't basically watch a Mac Jones, Bill Belichick Bukaki video. Cause that's pretty <laughs> much what it usually is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I heard, Oh my God, look at Josh Allen. Ho, like how, like, look at this throw, look at the poise, look at the, the, the strength, the power, the accuracy. Like I heard, you know, Poyer and Hyde are great and blah, blah. And none of them are pro bowlers. Right. 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 It's a joke. You put that the pro bowls on the there. suck list all year. Put that ball up in the air in the bill. Secondary. They're, they're intercepting it. It's, yep. and, and that's, and you don't consider these guys. Right. Yeah. Shameful. Absolutely. It's, it's probably the only thing I agree with Rachel Bush on. <laughs> she's fine. I agree with it. I agree with everything she says. <laughs> that, 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 that's because that's because you distracted. <laughs> the, the words don't matter when it comes out of a package like that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right. Discussion topic number three. All right. So we already have, I believe, two head coaching vacancies right now. Two teams using interim coaches, Jacksonville and the uh, the Raiders. And of course, we are expecting Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears to be uh, to be on the uh, on the outs by the end of the season. I'm going to take a look at some of these other teams who could be looking at head coaches by the end of the year. I really thought New York Giants head coach Joe Judge was going to be gone. They did announce he will be back. Um, I think everything else looks pretty, pretty good as far as coaching goes. So of those three, the Raiders, the Bears and the Jaguars. All right. Who do we believe? Uh, which place is the most appealing for a uh, a possible head coach all right um i think right now the jacksonville job is the most appealing i think that's the most raiders is like they got a good team but damn it's the raiders (laughs) you know what i mean chicago there's a whole mess of stuff yeah you got justin fields but man that team needs a complete revamping if i'm a head coach aspiring head coach i want that jacksonville job I want to be working with Trevor Lawrence. This offense actually has good pieces to it. It just had a very unimaginative, uh, unimaginative person at the helm in Urban Meyer. Uh, you know, I think even James Robinson, who, you know, unfortunately tore his, I think Achilles or ACL, one of those two this weekend, you know, he was almost at a thousand yards again, which is, you know, absolute insanity. And, and Urban Meyer did everything he could to hold this dude back. Everything he could. Uh, I, yeah, I think Jacksonville is the most appealing. Of course, Chicago, you know, it's it's a very rough and tough city. Um, really cool. But, man, come on, it's Chicago. It, it, they have never, ever figured out the quarterback position, no matter all the great coaches that they've had. You know, even it, it, you know, Ditka, even like Jim McMahon, who's great, as, as much as, as beloved as he is, was not like, you know, not he didn't end up being really a franchise guy. He had a couple good years, injuries and stuff. Um, they've never really had like that, that, that guy, like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, or, uh, you know, right now a Josh Allen, a Jim Kelly, a Dan Marino, they never really had any of that. Maybe Sid Luckman back in the day, but that's a long time ago. And most people don't remember who the heck Sid Luckman is, but, um, you know, and again, it's the Raiders, man, you got Derek Carr, this offense is really, really good defense. Maybe the, I, I don't, I'm not sure what the problem with the Raiders is. I don't know if it's their owner, uh, Mark Davis. I don't know if he's getting in the way or whatnot, but this team, you know, on paper has been not bad, but they've had so many issues this year, right? Rugs, Gruden, 
Uh, I think another play, another player, another guy got another guy player. got uh, let go. He was doing something, I think, with guns. Or, yeah, or he was like a let. He was like a pick draft pick last yeah. season, twenty twenty. Um, I think there's something special in Jacksonville. I really, truly do. Uh, they got good young defensive pieces, and I think good offensive pieces, and a core. And, and how could you not want to, you know, be at the helm of Trevor Lawrence, who hasn't really – I don't believe we've seen the best of Trevor Lawrence yet, and, God, I hope not. Um, but, yeah, Jacksonville is the most appealing one to me. Jaws, what about you, my man? I, I think this depends on what kind of coach you are. I mean, if – so if I'm like a Brian Dable, I'm going to Jacksonville. I got young pieces. I got pieces that I can mold. I have two good running backs, I think. You know, depending upon how they both come back from injury, you assume a first-round running back would be okay. And then – Obviously, we know what Robinson is when he's healthy. And, you know, Chenault's a great athlete. I mean, you have pieces there. And then you can build your, like you, so you can mold what you want and build your defense. If I'm, say, Leslie Frazier, I'm probably going to Vegas. You know, you have a, 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 the start of a build on, a def, on defense, guys who can do stuff. And then you can work on your offense, you know, growing your offense and, you know, finding w- with a blank slate on that finding a guy who's going to build the defense he wants with a good start already in place. Right. So I, and I think those are your top two. Uh, I think, I think Jacksonville for an offensive minded guy and probably Vegas for a defensive minded guy. Uh, Chicago has a defense kind of built has a young quarterback, but I think that young quarterback skill set might be tough to work with at times, um, depending upon how he develops as, you know, as, as an overall player, he's shown flashes, but at the same time, he's shown, you know, young Michael Vick without being as fast and elusive. Right. So, you know, and we, we all know that all, all it takes to stop that offense is one big hit. Yeah. You know, one, one, one dude to, to, you know, to lay the lumber down and all of a sudden your offense is like looking for Andy Dalton again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's probably true. So, so you would say again, depending on what kind of coach you are, but, but overall, would you say Jacksonville one Raiders two, I, Chicago three? I think so because I and, and just just looking at the the youth and the 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 athletic talent around the field. Okay, all right, very good. Big O, what about you? Which what do you think is the most desirable uh, head coaching vacancy uh, in the NFL this upcoming offseason? Yeah, I think just I agree with you guys. One, two, and three: Jags, Bears, and Raiders, for the same reasons. I think I th- you know I, honestly with the Raiders right now. I was in Vegas. Yes, I was yes, in you Vegas were. last month. And um, I was down there a week, a week after the guy uh, hit the lady. Rugs, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rugs hit the lady. It's, um, I was down there when they released the other player. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was also down there when they we got they got Jack Eichel. They, they're the city going crazy about <laughs> that. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool being from from where he just came from, and they were going crazy about. It, so yeah, but um, I think the team is in disarray. Me personally, I think I was down there. The atmosphere down there, they love the team. Very strong backing, but I think it's in disarray. I think, you know, from when it all started with the John Gruden thing, and I think it just snowballed from there. And and it's out of control now because you got guys racing around, hitting people, killing them. You got guys around with guns, and it's, it's just it's just nuts. So I think the Raiders are disarray. I think they, I think Carr got a question mark to him. I mean, I know he's had okay. Okay, yeah, but I think Kyle has a question mark to him. They may he may be on his way out of it. Right. Um, the Bears, 
the Bears, uh, I think they may have something with the quarterback, you know, potential, potential. potential. But uh, I think they're, you know, again, if that city is tough. And if you ain't tough and you come to lay the law down, you you're gonna be uh you're gonna be losing there. Jaguars the Jaguars impressive. They got Josh Allen on defense. You got Trevor Lawrence. I'm, I'm I know he's gonna be better than this. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm convinced he's gonna be better. This year's a wash. Yeah, he's track. gonna be yep. better than this. You'll get a couple pieces, and then you know teams like that. It's attractive because of where it's at. It's it's, it's Jacksonville, Florida. So mm-hmm. they they will get some pieces when they get some. Um, they got an owner with a lot of money. Get some pieces, but I think yeah, one, two, and three. Jags, Bears, and then the, the Raiders. Okay, I think you're gonna take a lot of help with the Raiders. The Bears is Bears is is, is shaky, but you know the Jags is give them a couple of years. They're gonna be on some for sure. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to a stadium with a swimming pool? In it? That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's just you know crazy. I want to go just for that thing. It's got to be so much money to go sit in that thing for a game, it's but like, I would know, do it. Guy's taking five hundred thousand to go to Miami, <laughs> <laughs> five million in Buffalo. Like what? Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, discussion topic number four. So, okay, this is actually maybe not so much a Davis Mills thing as it is a Texans. Uh, the Texans have the same amount of wins this year with Davis Mills and Terod Taylor on the center as they did last year with Deshaun Watson. Uh, where does this team stand for? For everybody, uh, what do you think? Uh, jo- again, Josh, will start with you for this one. Uh, does Davis Mills deserve a little longevity, uh, you know, in Houston? I think he deserves a shot. I mean, I, I don't know if you're going to, I don't know if you're going to find a guy to come in and do better than that. Uh, I, I, I think Watson could have, but, you know, Watson obviously has some issues tied up and has him on the, you know, off the field issues that, you know, they want to get sorted out and they wanted to get, figured out before they they started him, moved him, used him, uh, whatever it may be. And I mean both Tyrod and Mills have done really well this year with what's with what's on that team. I mean that team is not good on paper. That team is atrocious. And those two guys have held their own. They've they've surprised some people. They've they've upset I mean every win that they've had has been an upset. Um you know you see Mills you know and, and like and, and this is this is really the question. Can Davis Mills grow? You know, if he was drafted where, I don't know, if he was drafted in the first round, we'd be like, this dude sucks. If he was drafted in the fifth round, we'd be like, oh, my God, it's a steal. He was a third-round guy. Right. He's doing what a third-round guy should do in this situation, maybe better than that. But, I mean, we also saw what he looked like against Buffalo, against a good defense. Um, Not not great. You know, not not great. So I, I, I kind of put him in like a – like a Tyler Heineke category. Okay. Like where, where there's flashes, he's serviceable, but is, are you going to give him the, give him the keys to the castle? Probably not. At least I you probably that. shouldn't. But uh, the other, the other issue here is the Texans are in a lot of trouble as far as like not having draft picks. I mean, you know, before he, before, obviously before this year, their previous uh, owners or not owner, their previous coach slash GM decided to sell the entire franchise for a bag of footballs and an aging running back. So uh, you obviously have a couple of years of, of tough rebuilds to go through. Uh, I think they have a ton of dead money counting against them right now with a lot of this stuff. Right. Uh, it's going to be a tough road to hoe to turn this team around in the next two to three years. Davis Mills might be the guy that keeps you competitive, kind of it becomes that grizzled journeyman vet out of this and has a career out of it. You know, maybe and maybe, you know, Tyrod sticks around for another year and does okay there too. But uh, I don't know if he deserves 
to be like, oh, this is our guy. But I think he deserves a shot. I think he deserves an opportunity to at least compete for it with whatever else you can bring in. And, you know, bare minimum, he's on a rookie contract. You're not paying him a ton of money to, to, to be on a trash heap of a team. Right. No, and that when you're in a rebuild, that's kind of the best way to go. Uh, Big O, what are your thoughts on the Texans and, uh, and what Davis Mills has kind of done this year? I think he's impressive. Yeah. I think, you know, from a third rounder out of Stanford there, you know, uh, 794 yards in the last three games, one interception, right? He 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 hit seven different receivers yesterday. Since ten ten. Yeah. Since ten ten. Since October tenth. He had three hundred and twelve yards, two hundred and forty three yards, three hundred and ten yards, two hundred and fifty four yards, two hundred and nine yards, three hundred and thirty one yards. For a third rounder in that in that mess down there, that's pretty good. Right. That's I think that's pretty good. He really got no name receivers. I mean, Brandon Cooks is 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 uh he got a name, but the guys that he got, you know, Dorsett and Conley and Jordan, those guys are, you know, really no one special. You know, no. you know, his receivers, Burkhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? His, his, I mean, his I uh, forgot, running back. I his forgot running Burkhead back. was in yeah. the league until yeah. yesterday. Right, his running back is <laughs> Burkhead with Royce and Freeman to back him up. Burkhead, 22 carries, 449. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of impressive on a team that's pretty much in disarray. And I mean... You know, Watson's sitting over there. You know, he wanna he wanna show body parts, so he's not playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> he forget. You know, but uh, yeah, I think David Mills, like Josh said, I think you may not want to say this is our guy moving forward. So let's let's just build around him. But I think you may want to look into giving him some time to see if that's the guy, right? Um, that you need. With that being said, you need to bring in receivers. You know, you know receivers and or mentors that could, could help them along the way. And that come from a good coach, you know, I mean, who would ever thought Brian Leftwich would work this good with Tom Brady. Right. You know what I mean? And who would ever thought that? Um, so, you know, and, and look at Mayfield, he's down there with Alex Van Pelt. So that's why he got messed up. So, you know what I mean? So it, it, a lot of, a lot, a lot of times it's, 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 I think Josh, I don't know if it was Josh or you that mentioned earlier. Sometimes it's the it's, it's, it's the coaching. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that being said, I want to refer back to when I was talking about um, the problems with, with 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 the less desirable teams you want to go to. Right. Um. Uh. What, who did I have down there? Uh. Pittsburgh. I think Mike Tomlinson. I think your time is up in Pittsburgh. You know, you may be Andy Reid. Time was up in Philly. Right. He went somewhere else and was good. That's a good point. You know what I mean? His t- Sometime your time is up and I think you need to, to switch it. I think the Giants need to switch it. I know Judge ain't have a long time, but sometimes you, you're not here for a long time. You're here for a good time. Right. And if you, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't having a good time, that long time has a turn into a short time. So you make a, a fat story skinny. <laughs> You got to go. Right. You know what I mean? And we're going to try something else. A hundred percent. I like both your guys points uh, about, you know, keep it about with Davis Mills. Um, you know, Josh brought up the point is he's a cheap option. All right. Which is exactly what you want in a, in a rebuild. Right. Okay. You brought up a good point about getting him some help. hundred percent. See what you got with the kids. See what, what you could do with him. That's how, that's how you got to do the, for this rebuild. You know, they have so much, so many issues with their front office uh you know figuring out those contracts 
and and the shot the lingering Deshaun Watson issue. Um, you have to make this place a you have to make Houston a desirable place for for free agents, and honestly, for in this day and age, draft picks to want to come to. Yeah, you got to build rebuild that culture. You have to build around that. So when you're like, okay, we've had enough of Davis Mills. Who can we go get? Oh, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Maybe he, you know, maybe maybe let's go get him. He can he can help elevate or, or so, just something along the lines of that. Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick in his twenty first season. Yes, <laughs> Fitzpa- Fitzpatrick. Uh, and I know like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are going to be guys that are going to be looking for new homes over the, the next couple years. So uh, and even maybe even this upcoming offseason. So you got to make this place worth it. Right now, you know. The, Houston is a journeyman quarterback's paradise. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I can't get a job, if I can't get signed somewhere good, <laughs> I'm going to go get paid a decent amount of money uh, to go play for the Houston Texans. That that's that's where that's where Houston is at right now. You you're not an appealing place to go to. You also again the draft pick thing is another great point. Plus this upcoming draft class, uh, quarterback wise, not a good class, not a good class at all. There's maybe two guys who could go in the first round. I can't remember their names off of the top of my head, but there's maybe two quarterbacks can go in the first round and they are not guys who, um, you know, have this big cult like following like, you know, like last year's draft class, like Allen's draft class in 2018. There's not a big like following. Like you have to have these prospects. It's more like the 2019 class with like Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins. Um, that's kind of where that draft class is. So, um, I did like Houston's offseason last year. They did a good job, I think, signing guys um, to you know to one and two year contracts to help offset some of their their salary cap issues. But uh, ultimately, I think Davis Mills can be the guy going forward. They're going to do their due diligence. They're going to bring in maybe another veteran. I don't know if uh, t- you know give Tyrod another shot, um, but because you don't want to just hand Davis Mills the job either. That's something you definitely don't want to do. It's a terrible idea for a young quarterback. Just be like, yeah, yeah, the keys of the kingdom are yours. Um, make them work for it. I think Davis Mills is a short-term answer. Uh, you know, it, it could be a bridge quarterback, but I think he's earned. He's done well enough. Brought up the stats. Um, I've liked Davis Mills. Honestly, it, depending on what size of a fantasy league you're in, uh, Davis Mills has kind of no, been a quarterback been, one or two this yeah, year doing good in a <laughs> lot of leagues. Like he's not he's been, been losing. <laughs> just, that's it. That's it. So fantasy he's great. But uh, I think Davis Mills has done enough this year to be like, okay, let's see what we could do. When we put an actual team around him and, uh, and so on and so forth. So, so, um, so yeah, we hit everybody on that one. Let's go to discussion topic. Our final discussion topic. Number five, big O we'll start off with you. What's going on with the Arizona Cardinals? Start seven and zero to start three and four in their last seven games. What is going on with the Cardinals? Eh, excuses, excuses, <laughs> excuses, excuses. Yeah, um, the Cardinals got it tough. I mean, they started off seven and zero. They now I think they won. They five of five of eight and five. Uh, they lost five of the last eight games. Yeah, a third straight loss. Um, but again. You lost some significant pieces early on. You know, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. They got seven people was out of yesterday's game. Yeah. Um, the injuries on offense, injuries on defense. Around October 13th, injuries started piling up, and they never they never really recovered. And if you refer back to the record, that's when all the, 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 the losing started. That's true, so, yeah. Um, I think with them, I think they just got caught a bad lick as far as injuries this season. And um, 
I think they're going to be okay if they come back with the same um, energy next year. But I think right now they're, they're, they're falling off, and I don't think they can recover if they don't, you know. If Kyler Murray, he, you know, and, and, and also it's just like with Josh Allen. Last year, Josh Allen was he was he was really crazy. He was that dude. You know, he was he was that dude. This year, dropped it's, it's film study, right? You know, and the, the NFL, these guys are professionals. They study that film. Those 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 coaches, they put specific guys to say you watch him, you spy him, and you do this and you do that for the dangerous guys like Lamar and Josh Allen and Kyler Murray and them guys like that. So it's a lot of a lot of film study, a lot of film study, and we're going to get to know you. Look what happened in the last, you know, a, a team that kills a team first, and then next next time they, right, it's not the you same know what result, I mean? It's not right. the same because you got to go and adjust. Yeah. And real good teams make adjustments weekly uh, throughout the game, you know, the halves, like you got to adjust. So I think with the Cardinals, they just caught a bad lick with the um, with the injuries and, and they're not – more so injuries than film study because everybody study film. You just gotta gotta be the better the better team today. But I think it's a, it was it was the injuries that 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 killed them. No, no doubt. And you know, Jaws, you and I talked about the about Kyler Murray, right? His heart is 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 a hot start, but his his thing the last couple seasons and maybe even his rookie season as well. But man, that play style that he is, and as soon as he gets hurt, right? You said as soon as he gets hurt, things start falling off. And they have. He missed several weeks with uh, with, with a variety of injuries. Mm-hmm. And you can even still see that he's not playing as himself. Great first-half quarterback. Great first-half. Electric, dynamic, really fun. You know, I, I like his ability. He's so little, so he can just kind of weave in and out of the linemen. He's a really good scrambling quarterback when healthy. But now he's got to depend on his arm a little bit more. Um, and he, he's, he's just not 100%. You, you know what I noticed? Not to cut you off. No, you're good. Good point. Um, some quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks, when they have an injury, some some have their injury and they come back from the from their injury and they move forward. Right. Some have an injury and they come they come back, and it affects their decision making. And he's one of the quarterbacks that he, he he let it affect his decision making when he when he come back from these injuries because you oh man I don't want to do this I'm gonna, you got to play you got to be the Brett Favre type like you just got to let loose like, right no matter what I'm 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 a quarterback I'm let I'm a live and die by what I do on this field absolutely and and, and you know you can definitely tell right it's a good point body language is different it's been different the last couple of years after Kyler Murray is you know his injuries have kind of uh shown up and Man, like what a good year that Arizona had for the first three quarters. They're going to go to the playoffs, I believe. The NFC is not very deep. I think that Arizona's going to be okay uh, as far as making it to the playoffs. But, man. They, they've already clinched. They, they did. Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. They did already clinch. Yeah, both, both, both them and the Rams have clinched a playoff. It's just who wins the division. That's right. That's what it is. Thanks. You got, the, you got the Eagles and the, and the 49ers. Are they still in the playoff picture? They're in. The, they're in and there right the now. NFC, I, think. I mean, the NFC is pretty twisted. It's twisted when it went to the playoffs. I think you know? Phil. Yeah, I think uh, Philly and 49ers are in right now. They control their own destiny. Again, well, if the Saints win tonight again, if the Saints win Monday night, they bump Philly out of the seventh seed. But uh, they're all in. But for the longest time, right, the NFC like wild card was like uh, six and seven, six and eighteen, like just uh, you know six and seven. There's five hundred or, or worse teams. But um, but yeah, Arizona is in quite the pickle, man. Like in in this whole this last month has erased any claim for Kyler Murray to be MVP, any claim for Cliff Kingsbury to be Coach of the Year. Uh, you know it, it's it's taken away from all that. 
because, you know, just, just this, things have not worked. The injury bug has definitely hurt, but uh, it's playing after it's adapting. You know what I mean? The Colts, the Colts had uh, watching that game this Saturday Colts had no business being in that game. All right. With Darius Leonard out with COVID uh, wide receiver safety out with COVID um, your centers out with the just lost his unborn child a couple weeks ago. Uh, Quentin Nelson, you know, all pro guard out with COVID three injuries to offensive linemen. I think during like during that game, all right, Colts had no business being in that game with Arizona and they, it, you just watched it. Arizona just repeatedly put, like shooting them. Who's the one receiver who shot himself in the foot or the leg? It was like out of Pittsburgh a couple, like a decade ago. Cheddar Bob. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember his name, but he shot himself for the, like, that's what it was like watching that over and over again for Arizona. That was, that was Plexico Burris, wasn't it? That's what it was. Yes. It's what it was. He shot himself. And that, was with, that was with the giants. It was with the giants. Oh, he had his I gun in his sweatpants. Steelers. He may have been, but he had his gun in his uh, sweatpants waistband. Yeah. 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 Oh crap. Bang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was like what it was watching at Arizona. Botch snaps, way overthrown touchdowns, penalties, stupid penalties that they took. You can't win games like that. Well, good teams, good teams, Matt, got a system. Right. And the system that Indiana, uh, the Colts are playing now is a good system. Right. What they're doing, uh, the execution. So you put, it's almost like people that work, you know, just if you lose a good worker, if you get another good worker or a decent worker, you can accomplish the same thing. For sure. So when the, when, when you got guys that's out or whatever in a good system, when they come to step up, you know, the, the, the cliche is next man up. Yes. As long as you're in a good system and you've been in the practices and you've been seeing this, you should go out there and perform. So sometimes, you know, you got to count on your system along with the mediocre players that you replace with the, uh, from the above average players that got hurt. Or right. You know what I mean? And it worked out for the Colts yeah. and, you know, for a team like Arizona, who I thought was pretty well coached, it hasn't worked out. We've seen that win with Chris Stradler. We've seen them win with uh, Colt McCoy this year, uh, without certain pieces. Like it's 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 crazy. It was it was crazy. Yeah, they 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 didn't do themselves any 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 uh, help, any service. Jazz, uh, your your take on on Arizona, what the future for them may hold, and and yeah, just kind of the rocky slide this season. Well, I, I think they started off hot because they were just better than other teams on the field. I, I think, and I don't think teams were ready for them. I think right. teams came in this year going, eh, shut down D-hop and we'll be fine. Right. Well, here, here come the Cardinals who could run the football, who have two dudes who could who could tote the rock a little bit this year. You know, A.J. Green very quietly had a good season. You yeah, know, the Christian Kirk can stretch the field. Yeah, he had yeah. a good first half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are two dangerous receivers. I mean, A.J. Green and yeah. Hopkins. He was a top five receiver uh, I, I, a couple years I ago. Think I think Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. Yeah. I mean, he, he, there, everything that you, you talk about a top receiver doing, he can do and probably better than who you mentioned. Yep. Right. Um, you know, and that defense was, was good that, I mean, they started out really, 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 really hot. They, I mean, the, the first was it Chandler Jones had five sacks in the, in week one, Yeah. Um, you know, just, I mean, they started out hot. They started out teams weren't ready for that team. And what happened? You know, a lot of that was, I mean, Murray gets in trouble. He runs around. He, you know, does his little baby Yoda thing and gets away from people <laughs> and then pops his hips and fuck it. D hops out there somewhere. Right. Josh, what, comes last year, where, how far did they go in the playoff last year? Arizona. Arizona. They didn't make it. They didn't, they didn't make, make it. it. No, the, no they, they, the last team they beat was Buffalo. Yeah. The, they lost the, every game. The Hale Murray was their Super Bowl. Really? And yeah. to, to the point that you the, like that, we still, that's still the highlight of, of the season. And it was last year. 
Okay, like that commercial, you know. They just, oh my god! They every time, every time. <laughs> I, I so, somebody used that as a gif. Like I, I commented on something on Twitter, and they were like, "Yeah, how you know? Yeah, what's up?" And they used that. I'm like, "Cool, that was the best thing that happened to the Cardinals last year." And then they lost every game since then, and sat home and watched the playoffs. Yeah, Great, yeah. sweet flex. A hail mary <laughs> in week five was was your highlight. Sweet, yeah. but uh, I mean that. But that's the problem, you know. It's now it's oh, teams have tightened up. They they they're preparing for you as a team now, not just an athletic quarterback and a really talented receiver. And you have to make adjustments. You have to figure out what works and what doesn't. And the fuck it D hops out there somewhere doesn't travel for very long. <laughs> Especially, I I actually I one of the things I I plan on doing at some point this week is finding Murray's stats without with and without DeAndre Hopkins on the field. It's a good. It's a good question. Um, because I can tell you, uh, he has a losing record when D Hop doesn't play, right? For his career, and that's that's a tough look. One receiver cannot make or break you as a quarterback. It shouldn't. It's right. Shouldn't. As a as a franchise quarterback, you have to be able to elevate everybody. So that's that, that's I please share that with me when you find that out. I will. Um, but all right, everybody, that is it. We got through all five discussion topics. Big over, man. Did you have a good time? Great time. Great. I'm glad you did it. Man. We're gonna do this again sometime. Can't wait. Uh, thanks for yeah. Thanks for coming on. Everything just worked out. We got a shutdown at our job, and and uh, I'm like, all right, this time, this time, get Big O out here. We're talking football. Yeah. So thank you so much, my man. Uh, Jaws, thank you as always. Make sure you check out his other shows, Hats, Stats, and Stats, Common Debauchery, and uh, Tip of the Cap Podcast. Spring. Josh, nice to meet you, my man. <laughs> nice to meet you too, man. Um, you got baseball, you know, baseball season's coming. Oh, gee, well, it's kind of close. I guess it's kind of close. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's almost there. So uh, make sure you check out all his stuff. And uh, that is a wrap, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow for our weekend or our week 17 pick them. All right. On behalf of Big O, Jaws, and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good. Bill's Mafia. <laughs> Yeah, spot. Look at the end.